Hello, and welcome to the Check-In Podcast. I'm Isabella Paxton, and this is where we check in together for community, connection, and conversation over the airwaves. Today is the season finale of the Check-In. For me and our co-host Hannah France, it is also the end of our college careers. Because of this, Hannah and I hosted this week's episode of the Check-In, and we discussed change, because it does really seem like everything is changing right now. Some of you may be starting new jobs, or starting new families, or moving into new homes. Spring is the season of change. But changing, moving on to something new, means letting go of the old and saying goodbye to what we know. So today, neighbors, we're going to talk about saying goodbye, how to move on or transition through the phases of life, and how to embrace change. If anything we say resonates with you, leave us a voicemail at 833-560-1329, or tweet us at checkin underscore KBIA to join the conversation. Now to the show. Hello and welcome back to The Check-In. I'm Hannah France. And I'm Isabella Paxton. We've been producing The Check-In for over a year now, and this is our last episode before we graduate. The Check-In host, Janet Saidi, is letting us take over the airwaves today, and we're considering it a graduation present. In this final episode of the season, we're discussing the bittersweet feeling that comes with endings and new beginnings. And as this is our last episode of the check-in, very tragically, Hannah and I have nothing but graduation on the brain. But there are people who are going through all sorts of life transitions right now. We have people who are starting new jobs, new relationships, and pretty much any type of new stage of life, which all means saying goodbye to what you're used to. And that can be really scary. So give us a call at 573-882-4991 or connect with us on Twitter at checkin underscore KBIA to let us know what you're going through right now. We would love to share our woes with you, have your woes shared with us. Uh, But in the meantime, as I've mentioned before, we are going through our graduation. So Hannah, how are you feeling about our college years coming to an end? Thanks for asking, Isabella. You know, I am feeling a little overwhelmed, if I'm being honest. Aren't we all? Um, It is, you know, they say time flies, and it really seriously does. I cannot believe that we're at the end of, you know, four years of college, um, and it just really feels like it went by much faster than I ever could have anticipated, um, especially with, you know, the last three of our semesters being during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think I'm feeling a little bit sad or that I might have missed out on some of the things that we get to do in college just because, you know, the last year or so of our college life has looked just so different. Um, so I think I'm, you know, feeling a little bit sad about that, feeling like, you know, we've missed some time, but also I'm just feeling really grateful the yeah. time that we did have. I'm feeling a little sad about how things have ended as well, but that's kind of what makes this episode so special to me because this is one of the very few times in which we both have been able to be in the studio together. And it's kind of a, I don't know, a very perfect way to wrap everything up and make things come to a close to finally be able to come together in person and just say our final farewell to our neighbors and to each other. I absolutely agree, Isabella. You know, closure is very important 
to saying goodbye to a stage of your life. And I think this is going to be a really good piece of closure for us. Um, Isabella, you did go out this week and speak to other people who are graduating, not just the two of us. Um, and you spoke to them about their upcoming graduations and how they're feeling about that. So um, today we are going to hear from a couple of those students. Um, Isabella, do you want to talk about who you spoke to? Sure. I talked to a couple of graduating seniors from the University of Missouri, which is where, you know, we're also graduating from. And I feel like a lot of them had a ton of similar things to say. But one thing that really resonated from us was a caller, Will, and he, or a caller, um, a guy I spoke to named Will. And he kind of talked to me about how he felt going into this graduation, having gone through the pandemic. Um, and I believe that we can listen to his thoughts now. There's still a lot of like constraints. Like it, it feels like uh, it'll be difficult to celebrate the way that I think a lot of people, myself included, would like to. Um, I mean, I'm vaccinated and a lot of my friends are vaccinated and stuff, but that's it's still sort of uh, out of the question to have like a big party or something. Um, and I mean, even, you know, baked into like the ceremony or you know a lot of social distancing kind of regulations and stuff that keep me from having maybe all of the friends and loved ones at the ceremony that i would uh i would prefer to have okay that was our caller will and we actually have uh, another caller with us seth um who also has been graduating this semester during the pandemic seth how do you feel about graduating right now Hey, well, I graduated May 2020, and I didn't walk across the stage. I didn't sit with my friends, a graduate. I was a graduate student last year and just got a piece of paper in the mail um, in the middle of July. So um, it was really weird. I, I guess you, you imagine you're working for a degree, a master's degree or a bachelor's degree, and um, you expect to sit with the people that you're closest to, and then it, it kind of just ended. You know, we got, for me, I got a sliding, a slideshow with, with names on Facebook. Mm. That was my graduation. Yeah. And um, I, you know, I, I ended up, I was really lucky. I got a job, a public radio job, and started a new job. But, um, for a while, there was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of uncomfortableness of like not knowing what to do. And I guess my best advice is, you know, even after you, you know, once you get a job or if you're still searching for a job, uh, all of our our lives in school have been, you know, dependent on grades, you know, to indicate that we're doing a good job. Um, and so once that's gone, um, it can be hard. We can be harsh graders on ourselves sometimes and have unrealistic standards. And I think it's just important to be kind graders to yourself. Yeah. Well, out of well, listen, Seth, thank you for calling in. I know how hard it has been to graduate during the pandemic. We actually have another caller um, Veronica, who also graduated, but in December. Hi, Veronica. How are you feeling about uh, your graduation ceremony? Hi. So 
I was supposed to have uh, a graduation ceremony, obviously, and then um, because of the pandemic, it was canceled. And we had an opportunity to come back in April uh, to do the ceremony, but I just, like, I didn't really, I don't know, I felt like the time had passed. Like, I didn't feel like I wanted to actually come back and do it, you know? Um, And I think the pandemic kind of, like, I don't know, it kind of, like, dulled, like, the celebration in a way, I think, for a lot of people. And, like, luckily for, like, May graduates, like, I think, like, it's been a lot better. But I know for me, it's kind of, like, felt like the time has just passed and there hasn't been, I haven't really been able to, like, fully celebrate. And so that's been kind of sad for me, I know. I totally understand that, Veronica. And thanks so much for, you know, calling and joining us back at KVIA in the check-in. We know that you're an alumni with us. Um, And I want to know, you know, was there any way that you found some sort of closure? And I know you're saying that you're struggling to feel, you know, celebratory feelings for your graduation because of the pandemic. Um, Is there any sort of, or was there any sort of um, solution that you found yeah, um, I mean, luckily, I was able to have, like, this, like, small celebration, like, with my family, so that was really cool, like, we were able to get together, and, like, that felt like more of a celebration, it felt like more, like, closure, and several of us had been vaccinated at that point, so it definitely felt safer, so I would say I have that closure now, but it's just taken so much longer than it probably would if I had had that actual, like, ceremony and all that pomp and circumstance, you know? Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that you got to where you needed to be in the long run. Thanks for calling, Veronica. Yeah, thank you. All right. And, you know, speaking of, you know, all these sort of bittersweet feelings, it looks like we have another clip from someone Isabella spoke to. Um, Her name's Shelby, and she has something to say about graduating. Hey, my name is Shelby. Um, I'm a digital storytelling major, um, and I'm graduating senior. I think the best part of my college experience has just been like making friends and finding myself a little bit, just more as a person Mm -hmm. um, and figuring out what I want to do with my life, mostly. Um, Still haven't done that yet, but we'll see. Um, And the worst part um, is kind of like closing off this chapter. Um, And I know that like I will have many of my friends from before, of course, um, but saying goodbye is the hardest part. I said it was a goodbye. Um, It's not really a goodbye. It's maybe I'll see you later. And I think it's just kind of a kind of a really bittersweet moment where we get to like have all of these moments just encapsulated in this big grand ceremony and then finally um, getting getting to say goodbye but I'll see you later to all of my favorite people so great that's so great and you know what Shelby says I think is really true it is so bittersweet to have to say goodbye to all your favorite people um and I'm definitely feeling you know the phases of saying goodbye to things you know um every time I go anywhere or do anything on campus or around downtown Columbia I'm wondering you know is this the last time I'm going to be doing this as a student you know Isabella just the other day you and I were at Lakota working on the show and I had to think to myself you know is the last is this the last time that you know I'm going to go to my favorite coffee shop and, you know, do homework with my friends. With one of your favorite people, of course. Of course. Um, so I definitely feel that. Um, do you, Have you experienced something like that, Isabella? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I feel like, especially for both of us, because neither of us are from 
Missouri. And so there's this big question mark of if we're ever going to be able to come back. And it's really scary to kind of think about this as a big, big port, big closing chapter, right? Where we don't really get to say, oh, we'll get to visit again because we don't really know if we will. And it's kind of, it's really sad. It's been really sad for me, but it's also made everything so much. I appreciate it more. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take a break right now. But after the break, we're going to look for advice on how to navigate life's many transitional periods as we're going through right now. Have you gone through what we're going through before? Um, Would you like to offer your wisdom to us and our check-in neighbors? Check in with us at 573-882-4991 or on Twitter at check-in underscore KBIA. We'll be right back with the check-in after this. Listen to The Check-In every Thursday at noon Central Time. Join host Janet Saidi for live conversations on community, connection, and the issues we all face in our day-to-day lives. Each week, we'll have a new guest and topic of choice, and we want to hear from you. You can call in live to be a part of the conversation or tweet us at check-in underscore KBIA. Can't catch the show live? Subscribe to The Check-In Podcast on Apple Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome back to The Check-In. I am Isabella Paxton. I'm joined here today with my lovely co-host, Hannah France, and we are both talking about saying goodbye to one stage of life in order to move on to another. And now we're asking for advice. But before we jump into that, um, I have received a very special email almost right before this started and it will potentially determine the next year of my life and so stay tuned to our next segment to hear me potentially just freak out and lose my mind on live radio I'm really just laying it out on the table um so stay tuned for that doesn't get much better than that um but no (laughs) does look like we have a caller and it does look like we might remember her mawa a kbia alum thanks for calling Hi, yeah. So, um, yeah, I graduated back in December as well. And um, I understand, like, the feeling of, like, kind of just not knowing, like, what's going to come next. And just this, it, it's really uneasy, right? Because, like, you know, on top of this pandemic, right, like, we don't know, you know, if we're going to get a job and, like, where we'll be and when we'll be and stuff like that. And I guess um, th- this advice is coming actually from my hall coordinator, Sylvia Hauricke, uh, back when I worked as a resident advisor. And she told me to just take it easy, right? She told me to just, like, take your time with it, be kind to yourself, and try to surround yourself with people who will love you and support you, like, no matter what stage you are in your life, no matter even how uncertain it is, right? Like, she she was very much, like, she told me that, like, you know, uh, as long as you put into perspective and kind of, like, focus on, like, you know, the fact that you are still healthy, you still have, like, people around you, you graduated from a great, you know, institution, <laughs> Like, it'll it'll all be okay. And I think that really helped me a lot, um, especially when I was on the job hunt and very nervous. 
Absolutely, Mawa. Thanks so much for the advice. Um, you know, that's a really good point. Uh, definitely feels like my world's ending right now. But if I take a step back and put it into perspective, it's really not. You know, I have my health, I have my family and my friends. I might be making a big move across the country, but everything will be okay. So thanks for reminding us about that, Mawa. Of course. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. All right. So it looks like yeah, I was going to say, if I could just cut in here for a minute, Hannah, I want to ask all of our listeners, um, we aren't just talking about graduation today. We want to talk about you and your next stages of life. And how are you coping with moving on from one stage of life to the next? Um, we're, we, you know, we're talking, we're thinking about graduation, but what other life transitions have you successfully navigated? What have been the biggest turning points in your life? Um, what did you wish you had known then that you know now? You know what, Isabel is absolutely right. We do need all the advice we could possibly get. And it looks like we have a caller who I'm suspecting might have some good advice for us. Um, Janet, you seem like maybe a familiar person. What Do you, do you have any yeah. advice for us today? Boy, do I have advice. <laughs> now, I, I am Hannah's mom, so I don't hi, know. Mom. You know. <laughs> hi, mom. <laughs> hi. So, um, yeah, I just um, wanted to congratulate both of you on, you know, your pending graduation and um, just, you know, give you a little bit of, of hope that even though you're going through this transition period, um, you'll do great. So. Thanks for that vote of confidence, Mom. <laughs> and, you know, real quickly while we have you, I know that you've just recently gone through a pretty crazy life transition um, with your career. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, I was in the travel industry um, for the last 20 years. And with COVID, um, I have been furloughed. And at the ripe age of, I'm not saying, I had to, <laughs> I had to, um, you know, reinvent myself um, and look at a new career path. So um, I am now a real estate agent and um, loving life. And so even, even when life throws you like the scenario that you never saw coming, um, for sure thought I was going to retire doing what I was doing. Um, you know, there, there are other avenues. And so just, you know, take what life gives you and make the best of it. Um, change is inevitable. So, you know, you just have to kind of hang on and, and do your best. Absolutely. Well, you know what, mom, if you can do it, I bet we can too. Uh, thanks for calling. We can. appreciate it. Yep. All right. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, yep. Janet. I appreciate it as well as someone who is not your child. Um, but Janet brings up a really interesting point in that sometimes life doesn't go to plan and we got to adjust to that. And that doesn't necessarily be a bad thing, which brings us to our next interview. Yes, absolutely. So um, our producer Trevor talked to one of his friends, Shrey, who um, after the fourth attempt finally got into med school, um, you know, which just goes to show you that, you know, things don't always go exactly how we planned on the first time around. And he has some advice for us as well. Me and my father, my mother, my brother were immigrants from India. Whenever my father was around my age, he applied for a job working at the Indian Railroad. And it was a great job. It had pension and everything. And him and his best friend were competing for it. His best friend got the job and, and my father didn't get the job. 
but eventually not getting that job sent him on a different path that led to him eventually getting a separate job that led him to America and living a better life that he doesn't regret at all. So even though you might not end up succeeding now, there might be better opportunities down the line that will make you happier in the long run. All right. So that's Shrey. He just got into med school. You know, he's got this advice, piece of advice from his father that I think we can all take with us as well, just because, um, you know, one opportunity you feel like is missed that might lead to another opportunity that you weren't even expecting. And I think that's really good for someone like me to hear, you know, where I'm applying to a new job every single day. I'm not going to get a job offer from all of those job applications. And, you know, um, I can feel, you know, sad or dejected about, you know, not getting an opportunity that I, w- I was really hoping for. But, you know, and not getting one opportunity that just opens up, you know, uh, all the doors for other opportunities that you couldn't take if you, you know, got the first opportunity. So um, I think that's really uh, reassuring anyway. What do you think, Isabella? I think it's absolutely reassuring. It's especially reassuring considering what we're about to do next uh, segment. But I'm going to try and not to think about that too much oh, until no. we get there. Um <laughs> But uh, I did want to ask you, Hannah, like, what what are the opportunities that you're going for right now? What do you see in your future? Yeah, absolutely. So as we're both in this transitional period right now, um, I'm, you know, obviously planning on graduating. Um, no way. Me too. <laughs> um, and then after 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 that, I'm going to be for a um, unspecified period of time be moving back um, with my family as my younger sister's graduating from high school at the end of this month. So I'll be home to see her for that. And then after that, um, really, I'm just going to try to, you know, find my next career opportunity. Um, I'm looking for all sorts of jobs in public radio, which I've grown to love over my time in Columbia and at KBIA. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. The door, um, I don't have any specific plans right now, which I think is scary. Um, This is the first time in my life where I've not known exactly what's coming up next. You know, your entire childhood, the only thing that's next year is just the next grade. And then when I was graduating high school, I knew that I was going to college and that was going to be another four years of not having to worry about my Mm -hmm. future. But now, truly, there's no set plan there's nothing I have to do next the world is your oyster though and that's kind of exciting which um, brings us to another person that we spoke with earlier this week Uh, his name is Zach and he's starting a whole bunch of new different chapters that we particularly aren't but probably a couple of our listeners are so let's hear from Zach these are these are adult steps these are you know it for us you know very typical college students you know we we go home, we see parents, we spend a lot of time at home and at school with our friends. And so now it's, you know, it, it truly feels like we're, we're stepping into, you know, adulthood. We, we have, you know, the mortgage, the 401k, it's all, it, it feels, it feels real now and it feels, it feels good. It feels good. And we're excited for what, you know, our future holds for us. That's great. You know, that's Zach. Um, He recently got married, bought a new house. He's getting a new job. Really, all the dominoes are falling for him right in order. Um, So obviously, congratulations, Zach. Um, We're very happy for you here at the check-in. And we 
hope the best for you in your future. Um, but fortunately, not all of us are as lucky as Zach to know exactly what's happening next, um, to have, you know, all these things set up for us. So, um, you know, part of being in the transitional period is, yes, moving from one step to the next, but also um, ending one step and then not knowing exactly what the next step is. Mm. And Isabella, um, you know, since you asked me about my future plans, um, I'm going to turn it around on you. What are you doing? What's your plan? I know we have a very special email on your phone that I've stolen from you so that you can't look at it. Goodness, yes. Um, So for my long-term plans, I have a deep, deep love for public radio, which is why I'm sitting here and talking to you right now. So I would love to continue to do that until the sun explodes. Of course. Yeah. But in the meantime, I graduated at a quicker pace than most, and so I'll be taking a gap year. And if I get in to the email that is waiting on my phone, um, I will be spending a year teaching English in Japan, which I think would just be a really fun opportunity that's kind of a bit away from the conventional, but I would, I would love it. I think that's great. You know, I'm a big fan of the gap year. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, we're at least in the American school system aren't super encouraged to do. It's really mm-hmm. all about, you know, going from high school to college to a job um, to getting married and buying a house and Absolutely, having children. Yeah. It's just everything after the other. But I think, you know, we have this freedom right now to say, you know, I'm going to do something completely unexpected and different um, because I have the time. And um, I plan in on cashing in on that as, <laughs> for as long as I can. Yes, absolutely. Especially since you just blew through college, Isabella. Um, yeah. You know, you, you have all this extra time. Yeah. Um, But if I could, I know that we have been talking a lot about our futures, but there is one woman that I look up to more than most. And I was wondering if I could get her opinion. We have the lovely Miss Janet Saidi in with us today. Hello. It's such an honor to be with you, too. I can't tell you how I am just dancing inside. listening to this show with you too. It is really wonderful. Yes. Hi, Janet. You know, you are one of our mentors, our teachers, um, colloquial known, colloquial known. Oh my gosh, I cannot say that word. But anyway, <laughs> you are our radio mom is what we like to call you. Okay. Um, and I'll take you know, it. <laughs> we would love to hear some advice from you. Oh my gosh. Uh, so what you two were just talking about is awesome. Just following what you want to do the unconventional path, going to Japan to teach. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think those are all really kind of come in line with my advice. Do that, you know, follow what you're passionate about. And I think it's so great to hear that you want to do public radio. (laughs) And no, no big surprise there. But, you know, that allows you to do that path. I guess my big advice would be, you know, a lot of people have an idea of what success is, you know, and a lot of times it has to do with your salary and your status. And it's okay if people want to go for that. I mean, those things are helpful. (laughs) But I also think it's okay to figure out what you want to do. You know, what is important to you? What are you ambitious about? It might be about travel. It might be about, you know, how you're spending your hours and your days that don't really measure up as far as salary and status, and that's okay. And so just kind of stick to what you think is important and what your values are um, and try not to let the noise uh, ruin that. And I think that's what you're already doing. Plus, all of the things that you are following your heart about, going to Japan, traveling, uh, the books you read, you know, the things that you follow your heart on actually look good on a public radio resume (laughs) and probably a lot of other resumes too. 
I really hope you're right about that. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Janet, for that. You know, I agree um, that we don't need to define success by, you know, the salary that we're making. And, you know, I can probably speak for most journalism students when I say that no one's going into journalism because they want to be millionaires. Um, you know, mm -hmm. if we wanted that, we would have become, you know, brain surgeons and rocket scientists. But I think for most of us, this is definitely a passion project. Um, so really just finding ways to do work that you find fulfilling, I think, is going to be how I define my success for myself after I leave college and as I enter the world. Um, Isabella, how do you define success? I mean, I define success in a pretty much the same way. I would love a good salary, though, if I <laughs> if I may. You know, I wouldn't pass it up. I wouldn't say either. no. Um, but, you know, since this is our last episode of the check-in, if I may just put my heart out onto the table a little bit, I feel as though our producers, both Janet and Alicia Haywood, our other producer on the check-in, have been huge inspirations for me. I can't speak for you, Hannah, but they've really been great motivators in determining what I want to do with my life and what I how I perceive success in seeing them thrive and just be a huge, huge motivator for me as someone stepping into the adult world. Yeah, absolutely, Isabella. Well, you know, we've been talking a lot about advice right now, and we've heard some great pieces of advice from our lovely callers and check-in neighbors, so thank you, everyone. Um, but I know that we've probably received a lot of other piece of, pieces of advice, so I was wondering if there are any particular ones that stuck out to you that you thought were helpful and would maybe like to share with our listeners, just as, you know, this is definitely the season of sage wisdom and words of encouragement from everyone who passes you on the street. So what's been your favorite Oh, I've gotten so many. I think people love to just tell me their thoughts and feelings on my life. Um, but I think my favorite one that I've ever gotten is that there is 50 right, 50,000 right paths. Um, there's no one right way. There's no one right way to do things. There's no one right major, no one right job. Um, and there's 50,000 paths that you can go down that are going to lead you to happiness and to success. And I can see all of the adults in the room nodding their heads. So I think I hit a mark on this one. But um, that's something that's always stuck well with me. And it's always really hit home because there isn't like, I don't feel the pressure to pick the perfect major. Yes, absolutely. That's so great, Isabella. There's no one right path. And, you know, anyone that you pick will probably lead somewhere good if you put your energy into it. So, um, that's all for right now. We're going to head to a break. But after our break, we're going to focus more on what's next for us and for you, our check-in neighbors. What's on the horizon for you? We want to hear all about it. This is the time for you. There's still time for you to join us. So check in with us at 573-882-4991. Keep smiling through Just like you always do Till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away So will you please say hello to the folks that I know Tell them I won't be long They'll be happy to know that as you saw me go I was singing song we meet again don't 
Listen to The Check-In every Thursday at noon Central Time. Join host Janet Saidi for live conversations on community, connection, and the issues we all face in our day-to-day lives. Each week, we'll have a new guest and topic of choice, and we want to hear from you. You can call in live to be a part of the conversation or tweet us at check-in underscore KBIA. Can't catch the show live? Subscribe to The Check-In Podcast on Apple Music or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with the check-in. So far on our season finale, we've talked about saying goodbye to one part of our lives and preparing to move on to a new one. And I think really quickly um, before we move forward, we, sh- we should talk a little bit about where my lovely co-host Isabella Paxton is going next. Um, I've taken her phone to alleviate some of the anxiety she's had over it's this It's making email. it worse. Uh, I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> But um, we do have this email um, that I guess I would like to read to her um, right now. Um, okay. Okay. So uh, the results of the mm-hmm. 2021 JET program interview. Um, we have congratulations. We are pleased to inform you that you have been selected for the assistant language teacher position <laughs> for the 2021 Japan Exchange and Teaching Program. And you are now considered a shortlist candidate. Wait, really? Yes. Really? 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 Can really? I see it? You absolutely can oh see it. Oh, my God. I, oh, we can't reach you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really excited holy cow this is you know something that i wanted for four years and now it's finally happening so i guess that's what i'm doing well congratulations isabella i'm very excited to visit you in japan yeah everyone's welcome come visit me okay well that's great um so you know looking forward (laughs) and moving on um some of us are moving on to great awesome opportunities like my great friend Isabella Paxton um but you know what are other people moving on to um you know how do we um you know really embrace and celebrate the changes that are happening in our lives right now Isabella I know I just completely overwhelmed you but what's (laughs) on your mind right now um I have a lot of stuff to do before I move to Japan um but I you know Oh, um, I think a lot of us are taking some really big steps in our lives right now. Uh, this is not just a me thing. This is not a singular event. Um, and this is especially these past couple of months are a big season of change. And I believe that we do have a caller who's also going through something similar. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I think I actually know this caller. I'm fairly certain that this is my roommate, Mariana Labate. Um, who I know has some pretty exciting news um, as well, much like you, Isabella. So hi, Mari. Do you want to tell everybody what you're doing after graduation? Hello. Hi, Isabella. Hi, Hannah. Um, After graduation, I am moving to New York. I have an internship and I'm going to grad school. Okay, that's great. But Mari, I know that you're leaving out some details. Um, What kind (laughs) of internship do you have and which school are you going to grad school for? Um, so I'm a journalism major. My internship is with the New York Times. Uh, and after that, I'm going to grad school in Columbia. Yes, you are. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm very excited Thank to also you. visit you in New York. I am going to have friends all over the world now. So um, please, yes, prepare. You are. please prepare an air mattress for me, everybody, because um, <laughs> I will be visiting you. Um, thanks so much, Mari. And, you know, how are you feeling about moving forward um, and, you know, taking this next big step. What's on your mind? 
Uh, I will say I'm nervous because everything is shifting. Even though I do have where to go, as per se, uh, it's still a huge change. So it's kind of nerve-wracking. But I will say that what Bella just said about having so many, because there's no one right way. There's so many. Uh, that can really calm you down, I will say. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that we could calm your nerves a little bit, Mari. Um, thanks for calling yes. us. I'll see you at home later. I will see you at home. <laughs> um, Mari, though, is obviously going on to very successful things, and I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that I am confirmed to be moving to Japan. Um, but it's also kind of important to acknowledge that it's not always there's things don't always fall in place right away, and there's not always one right answer, as we've discussed before. And so we shouldn't put pressure on ourselves. Sometimes you don't have a job right out of college. And someone that I spoke to earlier goes by Francesca, and she talked about something similar. Uh, my name is Francesca Hecker. I am a magazine journalism major, and yes, I am graduating. Um, you know, I think it's one that's actually fairly common, but I find myself having to remind myself of this piece of advice often is that like nobody else has it together. So don't feel bad if you like if you feel like you're not, you know, on the right path or you don't know what you're doing and you don't like have it together. That's so okay. So many people don't have it together. We live in a world that like feeds off of us needing to know what we want to do right then and there. And that's just like not really how people actually operate. So just be nicer to yourself. <laughs> that's great. And that's from Francesca, also graduating with us here from the University of Missouri. You know, I think she's got a great point. Um, we need to be nice to ourselves during these transitional periods. So, you know, check in neighbors, listener, um, you know, what's next for you? And are you being nice to yourself right now? And maybe what steps are you taking to be gentle in, you know, this time of transition and metamorphosis? So, you know, Isabella, we've heard from, you know, you and also Mari, who've got great big plans for the future now, um, but also from people like Francesca and myself who aren't exactly certain um, what's happening next. So um, let's take a moment, I guess, to talk about uncertainty. How do we deal with it? Um, how can we find comfort in it? You know, as um, I really love that piece of advice you gave earlier about, you know, the thousands of paths ahead of us and it's not a good piece of advice it really is. right i'm into it i'm a fan um yeah it's comforting to know that there's not necessarily a wrong step that i need to be worrying about um and just really moving forward you know with um thoughtfulness and you know envisioning what i want for myself and it's less about getting the exact right opportunity at the exact right yeah. time because you know when you do take an opportunity it also you know puts you on one path whereas you know when you're in the space that many of us are right now when you know all the doors are open and no you know path has been declared um you're sort of existing in a space where uh it's a very schrodinger's cat like situation um, yeah i also feel like there's a lot of pressure to have it yes. all together immediately after you graduate college really. and 
I don't think that that's true for a lot of people. Like it takes, especially in the public media world, it takes a long time for you to get a job because it, it takes a while for people to get back to you. And I don't think that there's any shame in having a transitional phase. I think that, you know, we should not really make people feel bad for going back to live with their mom and dad for a year or two. Like, just do what you have to do to get your feet under you. And I don't think that there's anything abnormal about that either. Absolutely. And, you know, it looks like, Isabella, you also spoke to another soon-to-be grad, David, um, who I think is going to, I think, um, echoed some of those sentiments. Let's hear from David. I am graduating May 16th. Oh, my gosh. Um, The biggest thing that I'm feeling is just this huge wave of upcoming relief (laughs) Um, because I still have I still have things to do um, like even on finals week like I have something to do Monday Tuesday Wednesday and then I can graduate the following Sunday oh my god (laughs) everyone that is going to graduate will you know they'll find their way to the end (laughs) it's just something that you kind of have to at this point You know, with graduation being so close and for people like us who really do still have upcoming grades, it's all about just endurance, you know, (laughs) because that huge, that tsunami of relief is coming. And then you can just you can just take a breath. You can take a breath and everything's going to be fine. All right. And that's David, another person that Isabella interviewed. You know, like you said, everything is going to be fine. And that's very important to remember as, you know, we're going through periods of transition in our lives right now, not to catastrophize, not to get too afraid of the uncertainty um, that everything is going to be just fine in the end. Um, Isabella, um, you know, you've got this great news, um, you know, as we're planning on this transition you know you're very excited right now but um there's probably a lot of other feelings that you're experiencing other than just excitement um you know and a lot of you know probably logistical things that you have to consider yeah I mean I have to get I was given a lot of advice before I enrolled in this program and one of the biggest things that I'm told is the mad dash between getting everything done before you leave and I think that that pretty much applies to everybody like we all have to finish up our last assignments we have to make sure that we go get a beer with our friends one last time we have to pack up our apartments it's a lot to do and it can seem all-consuming it does and overwhelming it really does speaking from personal experience here Um, but it's it's it is important to keep in mind that no matter what at the end of the day we are going to get it all done Um, we did not make it through this many years of homework assignments and weird professors and all of everything in between just to just to give up now that's absolutely right, Isabella. And you know, that actually reminds me of something that my dad always says to me um, and has always said to me, um, I tend to be an anxious person and I always have been, um, you know, earlier than I can even remember. My dad says that I've always been very much a worry wart um, and he remembers more than me. So this is really me just believing him. But um, 
uh, when I was in preschool, I was worried that I was going to fail preschool, um, which is, of course, not something that happens. Um, but he had to reassure me that I was not going to fail preschool and that I wasn't going to fail kindergarten and then first grade, second grade. And I, I do remember that more, um, but being just very anxious that I wasn't going to be good enough and somehow I was going to flunk out of elementary school. Um, and, you know, went through middle school and high school, and, you know, obviously taking that big leap to college. Um, I moved 11 hours away from home um, to go to school here. And, you know, my dad's always been um, in my corner reminding me that, you know, it, it is going to be all right. And um, now in the present, I'm taking this new big step um, after, you know, 16-ish years of schooling and education. Um, I'm ending um, my life as a, you know, student in an institution of learning. And um, he's here again just saying that, you know, you're not going to fail um, life now since I'm done with school. Um, I, you can't flunk out of life and being a person. So um, that's another piece of advice and just thinking about um, moving through all these stages. Um, that There's always a bit of anxiety, but a lot of that can really just be in your head. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I mean, it is going to be okay. Um, but I would like to hear from someone who maybe has a little more experience than us in going through different life transitions. Um, I know Janet Saidi, our regular host, has moved to different countries. So maybe now I'm a little more personally invested <laughs> in her opinion. But I was wondering if you had any thoughts on this. Well, first of all, congratulations, Isabella. That's awesome. Thank you. And then also, Hannah, I'm just cracking up at your worrying about failing preschool. I really, you know, the things that you are all are saying to each other and, you know, it's kind of a cliche. Professors always say we learn from our students, but we really do learn from our students. But the things that you're saying are the things that I say to myself, you know, be kind to yourself. Um, you're not going to fail, you know, and just do your best and it's going to be good enough. You're all so uh, smart about your self-care and your paths in life. Um, I'm really amazed at, at, at the things that you say. I'm loving the callers. You know, France, Francesca was so wise. Isabella, Bella on the street, you found some great people. Um, David was so fun and so funny and just you can hear the emotion. And so it's just really nice to hear from all these graduates. But yeah, I mean, what you're saying, be kind to yourself, take some time for yourself. Uh, that's what I think you, you, you have to do. And you're figuring it out before you even launch, you know, as you're launching. So it's great to see. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Janet. Um, we all, always appreciate your advice and your words of encouragement. Um, you I'm know, proud of you, too. Oh, thank you, thank Janet. You. Don't make me cry on the radio. <laughs> um, um, but also, I want to take a little moment to, you know, really celebrate. You know, this is a period of change, but also a period of celebration. You know, all these rites of passage, um, you know, a graduation, a wedding, you know, um, all these things that um, signify the fact that we're moving through life and it's a very joyful time. And I know that, you know, like David, a lot of us still have homework and finals to do before we walk across the stage. Um, but there's also a lot of things going on that, um, you know, we need to do to celebrate. Um, I know um, on Friday we're doing Tiger Prowl, um, where we get the world's most expensive beer. And we're going to celebrate that way um, as a way to, you know, show the end of our time at the University of Missouri. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I also think that it's a real that's a really important part of saying goodbye and, you know, moving on from something that's been such a big part of your life for the last 4 years. 
Yeah, I mean, I know it's a little crazy, but um, I just want to say hello to both, you know, all of the people that we have experienced and crossed paths with here at KBIA. We're incredibly grateful for all of them, including Kyle Felling, who I'm looking at right now. Um, <laughs> but I also want to say hello to Alicia Haywood, who is another one of our producers. Hi, Alicia. Well, hi, Isabella. <laughs> hi, Hannah. Hello. So First so time on air. It is. And yes. what's your comment you for, for us me. today, Alicia? You know, I would say that, um, Hannah, what your dad said to you about, you know, everything's going to be okay. You can't fail at life. That's probably been my favorite piece of advice that I've heard today. What I would add to that is only that, you know, I would encourage you both to never forget that there are lessons in everything, right? Mm -hmm. Every opportunity is going to bring you something valuable. The trick is just to know when you've captured it. And now it's time to move on to that next thing. There is a lesson in everything. There's no time that needs to be considered wasted it's all worth it. So I can't wait for the two of you to unleash your brilliance out in the world. Uh, today's time on air has just, I can't tell you how much I'm beaming. I can't even, I, there are no words. There are no words that could accurately describe how proud I am of the two of you today. So <laughs> just as you go out, as you graduate, as you go out into the world, as you introduce the brilliance that you have for the rest of us, never forget your worth. Never forget how much you are worth and never forget how talented you two really are and how much we all need to get from you. Just be open to giving it. Oh, wow. Well, thanks so much, Alicia. You know, those, those are words I'll keep for me forever. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think that's a great piece of advice to all the graduates out there. Yes, we may be leaving school, but we will be students of life forever. That's all for the check-in, and that's all for me. Thank you for listening in and being part of our check-in neighborhood. There are big plans for the future of the check-in, so stay tuned and keep up to date on social media. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to follow The Check-In wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your support, and we want to hear from you. Do you have any thoughts on today's episode? You can leave us a voicemail at 833-560-1329, or tweet us at checkin underscore KBIA. The Check-In is produced by Alicia Haywood, Trevor Hook, and Janet Saidi, with student producers Becca Newton, Hannah France, Fernando Naro, and me, Isabella Paxton. Special thanks to our news director, Ryan Famuliner, engineer Mark Johnson, and program director, Kyra Felling, directing this week's show. That's all we have for you today. Stay well, stay in touch, and thank you. <laughs>